All right. Hey, folks. Over-the-counter culture. Coming at you. This is John Lynn with an introduction to the show. I'm your host. Gonna spit some facts about what we're doing here. I'm an artist. I'm a surfer. A musician. I'm a teacher. And, you know, in general, I'm a lover of the outdoors. And uh, this is a series that discusses interesting topics and uh, talk story with some of the finest people in Northeast Florida and uh, other parts of here in this beautiful country. So I'm a printmaker, and uh, this project was born because I chose to showcase some local surfers as the uh, subject of some of my prints. And uh, I thought it would be fun to record some conversations with, uh, with those people. So, you know, I got like a conversation to go with the print. The subjects of my prints, not just surfers, but definitely inspired from surfing, which is one of my favorite things. But my prints also come from uh, just my love of being outside, hiking, kayaking, just loving the outdoors here in Northeast Florida. Uh, Also yoga, music, musician, and uh, other interesting parts of life. So as I was developing a list of the subject of these prints, these surfing prints that people I wanted to talk to, yeah, I just got to thinking. There's a, there's a lot of other people I wanted to sit down and record a conversation with. So we'll have surfers to talk to. And all my other favorite things, we'll be talking to artists. I'm an art teacher, so you know the good people who are involved in education, which is super important. We're talking to them. Musicians, friends, family. All kinds of good things. So pretty excited about it. It's going to be fantastic. Now to talk just a little bit about myself, because when I'm recording these conversations, it's not about me. It's about the people I'm talking to and their stories. I thought I'd uh, give a little bio of yours truly. Full name, Jonathan Thomas Lynn, born in Atlanta, Georgia, in the year of 1975, which was a great year. Um, two wonderful parents, Don and Barbara Lynn. My mom, lifelong educator. My dad, a man of the cloth. Uh, when I was a kid, he was a minister in the Southern Baptist Church, but then left that and went into becoming the hospital chaplain in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Jacksonville Beach, Florida. I have a wonderful sister who's five years younger than me. And like I said, born in Georgia, we moved to Florida when I was five years old six years old thereabouts and raised in jacksonville beach so i went to elementary school and junior high school and high school in jacksonville beach florida when i was a kid i was a baseball player basketball player soccer player then i became a surfer when i started surfing and boogie boarding when i was about 10 11 and then there was a time when i was having to move up in baseball and I had to choose between um, I had to choose between surfing and baseball because you couldn't do both I was like coach what if there's ways like he's like well you got to practice every day and truth be told I was scared of the pitchers who were bigger and stronger than me so I chose surfing and it was a great life choice and made a lot of great friends had some incredible life experiences Um, I would say one of the great things about being a surfer is that travel is part and parcel of the whole thing. You know, Jacksonville Beach is a great place to learn how to surf, but our ways are not world-class. So 
when I was 17, went to Costa Rica with uh, my buddy uh, Johnny Long and Jimmy Mokri and uh, John's parents. And that was amazing, my first time abroad. And it's kind of opened my eyes to a whole new world, literally. And that was amazing. I'm, I, I can't say enough about how much surfing has brought to my life. The friendships, the worldview, um, just the practice of sitting in the water and riding waves, but just the act of sitting out there in nature and valuing the, the natural world has been really good in a lot of ways. So I'm very thankful. But like I said, Jacksonville Beach is not known for its world-class waves. And since I had seen the other side of the curtain <laughs> in Costa Rica and other places, by the time I was graduating college, I was out. I'm like, I'm going to move somewhere where the waves are great. So folks, I packed up my uh, two-door Nissan Sentra and my surfboard and my guitars, and I uh, took a summer job in the Grand Teton National Park. Which showcases the great waves of uh, the Snake River, which was really fun. I caught some fun waves on the Snake River, but mainly it's just a, a way to work, you know, travel and get paid for it. And I tell you what, that was a fluke of a, a life choice, but it was one of the best ever. The Tetons and Yellowstone and that part of the country are flat out. Um, well, it's just there's no words to describe it. <laughs> it's just incredible. Uh, and the people I met out there were a lot like me, but way different. You know, I was, a, I was the beach boy. I was a Florida kid. And these people were hiking and climbing rocks and snowboarding and skiing and doing all kinds of crazy mountain stuff, which was amazing but scary. You know, you fall in the water surfing. As long as you can swim and you know how to go with the flow underwater, you're all right. But, man, you fall out there in the mountains, you can really hurt yourself. So... I really enjoyed that summer out there, and I was planning on staying for the winter time because I've heard snowboarding's a lot of fun. Wouldn't know, never done it. Still, I guess I will one day, but I don't have a proclivity to cold weather. So, <laughs> but I, I do. I plan on doing it. I, I I do think that's a good thing to do while I still can. Anyways, it got really cold in the Tetons, and they told me it wasn't even cold yet, but I was cold. And I had some friends out on the West Coast in California. And I said, fellas, ladies of uh, Wyoming, you mountain people are wonderful, but I got to go where I got to go. So I I packed up my, my Nissan Sentra again and uh, headed west. Ended up in, in uh, San Diego, North County. Got a job waiting tables, lived out of my car for a while, and really enjoyed California. That was a great place. But fate got in the way you know I was planning on staying in California for a while and keeping going to Hawaii and maybe a Samoa where my best friend lives or lived but uh it was not to be because the the United States Peace Corps offered me a a job teaching art in Ghana West Africa and so I uh Again, packed my 92 Nissan Sentra two-door, drove back to Florida, and had a blast working for a few months at the First Street Grill, the oceanfront restaurant that had taken care of me for 10 years or so. Love that place. It's gone now, but but family that I made there. Oh, wonderful people. Good, good memories from the First Street Grill. 
So I worked there from, you know, about four or five months till it was time to move to Africa. And that's what I did. And uh, Ghana was amazing. That's a whole nother story. I won't get into right now, but safe to say those two years, again, changed my life, changed my worldview. And I thought I might be out there forever just knocking around the world. But by the time I got done with those two years, I was really missing the place I, I grew up in and my network of friends and family. And thought I'd come back home, but not before I achieved my life goal of surfing the fabled waves of Jeffreys Bay. That's right, folks. I spent about two months after Ghana down there on that point break in South Africa, which was a goal, a dream of mine since I was a little 14-year-old grommet in uh, Fletcher Junior High School. Go Senators. Woo! That's right. Yep. So I fulfilled that dream, and it was amazing. Jeffreys Bay, South Africa, that's quite the place. Uh, spent a couple months there, went up, back up through Europe, had a taste of Paris and, and, and that, kind of, that type of stuff. A couple weeks in New York when I got back to, um, when I got back to, to Florida, started teaching. So it's been pretty good. I've been teaching art pretty much ever since. Taught art for a good handful of years. Went to UNF, got my, my master's degree in public administration. And then uh, got a job in the insurance business, which was a life choice that I've been wanting to do for a while. But uh, strangely enough, once I got out of teaching, the doors opened and uh, ended up back teaching art again. Another story for another time. But uh, when I when I when I went back into the art room with my my good friend and and uh, mentor. Elaine Charles, lovely lady. I walked back in there uh, by her invitation. She wanted me to take her job because she was retiring. And I walked back in there. I was like, man, this is where I belong. And, and it really is. I love I love making art. And I love teaching it. It's just, it's soul filling. And I, I love it. But I decided that if I'm going to teach art again, I need to do it. I need to be all in. I guess so I committed myself to a personal art practice which turned into my printmaking practice and it's kind of why I'm sitting here now because I'm printmaking like a like a like a crazy person I'm just making them and loving it and really excited to pair up these prints with some conversations of the people who inspired them maybe the people who are in them and then also you know, casting a wider net to other people who inspire me and who I care about, who have interesting stories. You know, partially just because I want to sit down and talk to them. Um, and also because I, I want to share those stories with the wider world. Be it like four people or 400 or 4,000 or whatever. It don't really matter to me. Um, and I'm pretty excited about this whole thing. So, over the counterculture, over the counterculture, let me enunciate that properly. Is <laughs> what what we're calling it um harkens back to the days with my friend taco shell chris taco shell with our little uh we had a great idea for a for a clothing brand slash non-profit we, we tagged it over the counterculture this is back in like 98 maybe or 2003 i'm not sure when but it was fantastic i just love the name so I called up Chris and I was like, Chris, I want to use that name for my, for my podcast and for some of my projects. He said, that's fantastic, John. You just go ahead and do just that. So that's what I'm doing. And uh, 
that's what we'll keep doing. So um, go ahead and you know subscribe and leave reviews and all the good stuff. If you're on Instagram, my personal handle is the Mr. Lynn Prince. That's not true. It's it's at Mr. Lynn Prince and also at Dutton Island. My website's duttonisland.com. And y'all keep it real. I'll catch you later. All right.